You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today, we are greeting 2023 with open arms and sharing our intentions and hopes for the new year. And this is our first time recording together in the new year. So cheers to that, friend. Cheers. Good, good to see mm-hmm. you there over on the other side mm-hmm. of the table and behind a we mic. I kind of forgot how to do it I for know. a minute. <laughs> yes, I think, we've got, I think we've got it all. Mm-hmm. All right. Before we get into talking about intentions, what's been happening around your neighborhood since we recorded last? Well, my girls have developed quite the little neighborhood gang. Oh, um, mostly, I love that. But this is the sad part. Oh. Okay. So mostly thanks to some friends that live on the corner they have um, a bunch of kiddos and the one is like the mayor of our neighborhood. Gotcha. Like when they mm-hmm. moved in, she was like, oh, I'm connecting all these people. We mm-hmm. are. She was aggressively friendly and it like helped our girls kind of come out of their shell, I think, with some other neighborhood kids. And now they're moving. No, I know the mayor is leaving. No. And so oh. I feel sad about that because I feel like after COVID and everything, we were finally in a good yes. groove where they could take off to the park with all their little friends. And now shoot, I'm so moving. sorry. But they have met some other kids through them in the neighborhood and you know yeah. we'll do stuff with them too so it'll be good still but yeah it's just so cute because this little one is like she's younger than my girls but she is just she is knocking on doors Aww. she is greeting parents with a smile and manners and just like let's get the gang together so it's just kind of sad that they're leaving but this is the thing about neighborhood friends I know it's rough it's rough when we move yes oh I'm sorry to hear that well I wanted to share that We went to a really fun and beautiful wedding recently, just within the last two weeks Mm. at the Phoenix Botanical Gardens. And we also took the boys, which was their first wedding experience. We left Maeve with a babysitter. And we just had so much fun hanging out with family. It was my cousin who got married. Mm -hmm. And this was a huge bonus to us because my cousin does not live here. Yeah. It was a destination wedding for them. And we were like, Oh, it's just it's down in the road our destination. So it was nice. So great. And um, we got to like host family and show family around where we mm-hmm. live and things like that. And anyway, I was just reminded how fun weddings can be. They really can. Like it's yeah. just, you know, you're it, you go through that season of life where you go to weddings all the yes. time as and all they, your they friends are decidedly less fun after yes. a while. <laughs> um and then especially with COVID, like we just haven't been to as yeah. many big celebratory events and it was so fun. It was so fun to be there and give the boys their first wedding experience. Chris was teaching Dash some dance moves mm-hmm. out on the dance floor mm-hmm. and Cedric could not stop talking about how he was going to get to eat wedding cake <laughs> before the wedding there's cake (laughs) I know he was very excited so anyway that that was just really fun and I was just especially appreciating that celebration awesome okay so 2023 I was definitely ready for a new year Mm -hmm. and we both love a fresh start so to set the stage for our conversation let's each share a bit about where we are in life right now like how old our kids are and what grades they'll be in during this year plus anything big or little that we think will shape our year I would also love to know how you are feeling generally as we head into the new year. Okay. So I am in my third year homeschooling my girls. They are nine and 11 and are in fourth and fifth grade. And they'll be in fifth and sixth grade, you know, during the course of this year in the fall, obviously. Um, That is going, I do feel like academically we have found our sweet spot. We are, you know, things we're doing are working and I feel good about all that. Um, we, you know, they're in fourth and fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So we're having a lot of the tween, the tween things setting in. And I know we've talked about this before here and we will more for sure. But 
just more relationally mm-hmm. that has been an interesting challenge lately. Um, we do have, in terms of big things uh, like on the calendar already, we do have some big RV travel planned. So we have a trip to the Grand Canyon in April, Ooh. I believe. And then we just booked a trip to the Big Sur Monterey area oh with gosh. friends. Awesome. Um, and then Colorado as a family in September. Awesome. So we have some of those kind of big, you know, flag posts in the ground to look forward to. Um, I will say I have a little bit limped into the new year <laughs> emotionally and physically. We actually had a great holiday and it was not that at all. I know sometimes holidays can be stressful and then you feel like, oh, mm-hmm. but I, we had an amazing holiday and then I have been sick with two different bad colds oh. that like randomly hit where I was like good for five days and then not again. Oh. And so much sibling fighting. I cannot even Oof. tell you this is the way I reason I came in hot this morning, um, screaming matches disrespectful behavior like just just over the littlest things where it just all feels like why are we doing this over you know a sister's audacity to sing along with a song that you played on alexa (laughs) the nerve so yeah just really having to recalibrate some parenting strategies um lean into a relationship and letting a lot go which I'm not great at. Uh, just, yeah, I just feel like we are definitely hard in this new season of parenting that is requiring a lot out of us. And so after the holidays and after being out of routine and all that, it's just been like a rough month getting back into everything. And again, not so much even school. It's more mm. just like routines, behaviors, relationships, that kind of stuff. So gotcha. that is where I'm at at the moment. Okay. I was glad we didn't rush in with goals because I needed a minute Mm -hmm. in January. So (laughs) agree. Agree. (laughs) How about you? Okay. So for me, starting out the year, my oldest dash is nine. And so I will soon have a 10 year old. He will finish fourth grade and be in fifth when the year ends. Cedric just turned eight and he'll finish second grade this year and start third. And Maeve will be three in April. And also, excitingly, she will start threes preschool at the beginning of next school year at the same school as the boys. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yes. So that is going to simplify my life so much. So nice. And I'm just very excited for them to get to have that experience of being at the same school Mm -hmm. for two years since our elementary schools go through sixth grade. So that's really cool. So a big thing that will shape our year this year is that we will be in Gilbert all year, which sounds normal, but we were kind of mentally preparing to possibly relocate to Eau Claire, Wisconsin for six months. Mm. I have shared we bought a house there last spring and Chris had applied for sabbatical from his job as a professor and would have worked at the university there for a semester. Mm -hmm. So, but right before Christmas, Mm -hmm. great timing, Mm -hmm. we got the bummer news that his sabbatical was not approved, which was surprising and was just a huge disappointment. Yeah, We we did know it wasn't for sure, but we had felt really confident, like he had done all his due diligence, submitted a really great proposal and got great feedback on his proposal. He Mm. was told this was really great. We just, you know, for various reasons to everybody kind of thing. Exactly. So. Yeah, that that was kind of hard news to carry Mm. into the holidays Mm -hmm. and the new year. So, um, yeah, but I will say 
me optimistic as ever. I'm seeing the silver lining in terms of it's definitely easier to not be relocating our family. That was going to be a big undertaking. I mean, one that I was very ready to embrace, but, um, you know, now you don't have to worry about that part of it. (laughs) Exactly. And I think too, it just does really make me want to lean into all the good things, the friendships and the routines that Mm -hmm. we've built and that we love here, Mm -hmm. you know? And so just really appreciating that. Um, I guess in terms of how I'm feeling, I was kind of similarly starting the new year feeling just tired. Yeah. Tired. (laughs) Yes. Just tired. Not quite feeling that new year energy. What really helped me is that the week that all the kids were finally back in school, Chris and I kind of spontaneously decided to do a power declutter. We hadn't really gotten to it in that week after Christmas Mm -hmm. that we sometimes make time for just too busy with the kids and whatnot. Didn't have the energy. So we did that. And that really made me feel like, okay, I'm ready to welcome the new year. I feel like we just got things really tidy. We got things like functioning better in the kids room and throughout the house. And so that has just kind of brought me a sense of like calm and ease. Mm -hmm. So that has felt good. So we both usually pick a one word intention for our year and I always love to hear yours. So tell me what word you picked and why. Okay, my word for the year is tend. Tend. Oh, I love it. And this comes from a few different places. So it was inspired by, I was listening to the Lazy Genius New Year's episode. It's episode 295, How to Start Fresh Without Starting Over. I enjoyed that one too. Um, And I think what I love is I typically like to pick something that's not completely new Mm-hmm. and like 180 degrees in my life, but something I'm already kind of leaning yes. that way towards. So I I felt I felt a lot of this kind of energy anyways. And then when she put words to it, I was like, oh, because she was talking about how, you know, there's a lot of um, fix-it energy around right. the new year and that tending is a much gentler, kinder, not like all or nothing kind mm-hmm. of energy. And I can be a very all or nothing person, so I need more intentionality around that like, things just need to be tended to and um there's like she gave like a gardening analogy and I love that I used to love gardening back in Wisconsin where everything didn't die because it's a million degrees but I loved that um there's a lot of like love and creativity in that but also a lot of intentionality Mm -hmm. and just like daily checking in and very small things that make a big difference and so I just liked that whole energy so that is what I'm bringing into 2023. And I, I will get into kind of what that means in different areas of life. But that is my word. I actually bought myself, I forgot to put it on this morning. I bought myself a little gold like signet ring that just has three little flowers on it. Mm. Um, just to kind of remind me of that tending gardening energy and then my three people that are most mm. important to me. So that's kind of my reminder. But I love that so much. Yeah. The word tend does just have this kind like evoke a wonderful emotion nurturing in me. mm -hmm. Yes. Lovely. A word that I don't think I think of or use very often, but I feel a lot of affection towards. Mm -hmm. And I also love how I think, I think most years, I don't know if you do this intentionally, but I feel like for the past few years, you have either bought yourself a piece Mm -hmm. of jewelry, gotten a tattoo, Mm -hmm. like you always do something to kind of like physically remind yourself of your word. I really love that. Okay. My word for the year is abundance. Okay, I I, love that. I'm really loving it already. So I think just 
as 2022 started to wind down, I was noticing that I was finding it easier to focus on what I don't have. Mm. Not enough time to Mm do the depletion, right? Yes. The things that I want to do, not enough money for Mm. something that I wanted to do or do in the future. And yeah, I was just finding myself more in that mindset when in reality, I have so much time, so much money and good things in my Mm. life. Mm -hmm. And also kind of around that time and to start the new year, I just happened to have read a few books where the characters who either are real people because it was memoir or based on real people mm-hmm. are experiencing extreme poverty and mm-hmm. hardship. And those were just reminding me how I never want to get disconnected from knowing how fortunate and privileged yeah. I am. Yeah. That's something really important to me and that I really try to keep front of mind. And I feel like the word abundance really captures mm-hmm. that. And I, I really love that. I also am definitely just a happier, happier and better person when I'm in that mindset of gratitude. Yeah. I just noticed that's like where my best self yeah. is. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I just am able to look forward instead of dwelling on negative things. So I have just found since picking that word, I can just gently remind myself abundance mm-hmm. when I'm feeling stressed or annoyed mm-hmm. or dwelling on something more negative or I can use it to more deeply appreciate something good that's mm, happening right mm-hmm. now, like family fun or an enjoyable work day or just the everyday stuff and routines yeah. that I've been intentional about creating and just want to make sure I'm taking time to live appreciate in that sense of abundance. I love Yes. That. So anyway, I'm already just really appreciating that word and am curious to see, yeah, just how it, how it, um, plays into my year. I love that. I love that. That's kind of the opposite of the whole scarcity mindset we can get into, right? Like not enough of everything and Mm -hmm. I'm not enough then therefore. And it's just like, nope, I've got plenty. Exactly. And I'm grateful for it. Exactly. And I think too, I, I don't know, I've probably read different articles or books and things that, but really focusing on what you're getting to do and Mm -hmm. what you have chosen to do. And it doesn't mean that you can do everything or that I have enough money to do absolutely everything that I want or want to buy, but I am able to do a lot. And I've put a lot of choice into that. Mm -hmm. I think it helps remind me. I I think it also like helps remind you of the autonomy that you have in it. Because you can feel kind of, especially as a mom, it's hard. You feel like you're at everybody else's like beck and call all the time and Mm -hmm. you don't have any you know say sometimes so it helps you not get in that kind of victim yes mindset yeah exactly (laughs) all right now let's go back and forth and talk about different aspects of our lives personal growth and health parenting and relationships creative work and business and home and finances for each area let's share how we'll carry our intention to that part of our life and any specific goals that we have and we'll start with personal growth and health okay So this to me is where you come in with a lot of like fix it energy, Mm -hmm. right? Like I need to lose weight. I need to do this complicated exercise or diet program. I need to whatever. And so like for me, this is more focusing about small things adding up Mm -hmm. and no big changes or big programs or big promises to myself in terms of health or physical things, but just like you know, those daily things, mm-hmm. moving your body, mm-hmm. adding veggies, adding fruit, doing, you know, getting those regular appointments, like the little basic things that really do add up to a healthier life mm-hmm. overall. And then I am putting together, which I think I will share on Patreon this year oh. and really get it together good for our Patreon peeps. But I'm putting together a personal growth syllabus of oh, books I that I want to read. I love that you do that. I'm always um, so inspired. 
I tend toward fiction always. That's what I reach for. So unless I like kind of make a plan for the nonfiction that I want to read and that will kind of, the last couple of years I've been trying to make that kind of go along with my goal or intention for Mm -hmm. the year so that I'm cultivating that, you know, and growing in that way. So I'm going to put together a personal growth syllabus for things I'm working on. Books. I love that. I learn a lot through books. Mm -hmm. That is my primary, primary way. So, um, yeah, those are the two things I'm looking for in that area. Okay. I cannot wait to browse that. Okay. I have a couple here. One, this is one I'm still kind of working on and maybe work out throughout the year, but just in general, I have been wanting to spend less time on Instagram, but at the same time, just wanting to figure out how I want to use it. Mm -hmm. It is still a platform and a medium that I really love a lot of things about. Mm -hmm. I really love capturing photos. Mm -hmm. I think I especially just love memorializing my own life and timeline through that. Mm -hmm. And I do love connecting with people through it, but it just can feel like a thing that ends up taking away from other things that I want to be Mm -hmm. doing or just like kind of breaking my train of thought. Mm -hmm. So anyway, just something I'm kind kind of been thinking about. I've been enjoying spending less time there to start the new year, but then also wanting to figure out how to be present and manage like our podcast Mm -hmm. Instagram account. It's Mm -hmm. a little bit trickier when you sort of have like a a business brand and you want to be managing it that way. So anyway, kind of something to, to be figured out. Another one for me, I want to break my habit of going to sleep listening to podcasts and audiobooks. Why it's <laughs> to, a good habit. I know. Well, in order <laughs> or do you feel in, like you stay up I too feel late like then. in order to a see, seek maybe more abundant quality of sleep. Okay. I think that I, I wonder if it kind of affects my quality of sleep. Okay. I don't think it keeps me up longer, but I kind of wonder if I'm not getting as good of like deep sleep mm-hmm. or just something like that. I almost notice if I don't do it, I, I think I feel like my sleep is better. Oh, okay. So maybe you're going to bed with like a busy mind because you're I'm thinking not, on what you I don't you're... know. Or I just wonder if it kind of keeps your mind a little bit more mm-hmm. engaged even once you right. are asleep, right. even though I set it to turn off like it's not playing all night long. Right. Um, I would be able to tell you more about the quality of my sleep if I still had a Fitbit <laughs> that, that was monitoring was my sleep. But anyway, so that is something that I honestly have been thinking about for the past quite a while, probably mm-hmm. a few years. And mm-hmm. I'm just always like, no, but it's so comforting. Uh-huh. But this year I'm going to really make a concerted okay. effort. So, <laughs> and then there are two things that I love reading and exercise that I, I don't necessarily feel like I need a goal, but I really enjoy tracking them. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of sounds like a goal. So anyway, uh, my goal is to read 80 books this year, which okay. I track on Goodreads. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants to find us on Goodreads and if you can't find us, it can be hard to find people. Send, a, send us an email and you'll get an automatic reply that has our, um, (laughs) has our links to it. And then for exercising, I did this last year. I've really been enjoying tracking my, like how many times I exercise. And my goal is to exercise 185 times. That is just kind of basically built on the workouts that I already have built into my schedule. Mm -hmm. So it's really just like, keep doing what you're doing doing. and just enjoy putting a little, I found these perfectly sized little dot stickers that fit on the tracker. 
It is so satisfying. <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with a sticker chart when you're yes, a grower. So yeah, I have my own sticker chart and yep. I love it a lot. <laughs> I'll share a photo of it in our Instagram feed and um, it's it's a habit tracker from Elise Joy. So I'll okay. put a link. I feel like I need that this year because it goes along with that tending, yes. that small things over time okay. energy. Well, I will I send, I will send you that and I would love to send okay. you the link to the dot stickers. Okay. They were super cheap. All so. right, good. <laughs> okay, how about in parenting and relationships? Okay, for this, I, I just think more generally, more quality one-on-one time. Mm. It's very easy homeschooling them both and then both being at this, you know, around the same age to treat them as yep. a unit all mm-hmm. the time. And truly, I've never, I've never parented just one of them. Yeah. We've always had them as a package deal. And so I feel like that's just a habit that we need to get better at, especially as they are coming into their own more, developing their own personalities. They need a break from each other mm-hmm. more often than before. See, see fighting from earlier. <laughs> I think just more one-on-one time with everybody. Like, I think it, it's easy to be like, okay, I'm going to hit this all in one fell swoop. Right. I see once a month at book club and that's good. Right. Or I see, you know, we plan this like family trip and it's everybody, but just calling more often, mm-hmm. having one-on-one conversations, even if it's, you know, virtually, um, I think that's just kind of my focus for this year. Okay, for me in parenting and family, I have kind of a couple. They're related. One is just seeking more family adventure. Mm. Just as Maeve is, you know, getting old enough that I just want to remember that we really can do these things. I think you do kind of get in that mindset where it's like, nope, we can't do that because we have a baby, we have a toddler. (laughs) And it's like more and more, it's like, no, no, we really can. And she Mm -hmm. can be a bit flexible on her nap time. And I mean, another big thing for me this year, she should be out of diapers this year at some point. Oh my gosh. I honestly am just so in it and honestly don't really mind that much changing the diapers. I'm just like, it's part of my life. And I I think I'm like, no, no, it won't always be. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So anyway, that would be amazing. So yeah, just just like big and little things, whether it is just going out to a restaurant, which mm-hmm. we are finding more and more is actually an enjoyable thing to do. <laughs> Worth it. We have been for a couple of family hikes and we're pleasantly surprised that everyone enjoyed it and yeah. actually did really yeah. well. Um, looking for just like local cultural events and mm-hmm. things like that. So um, doing that, we are also, Chris and I also trying to be intentional about having fun with the big kids, with Mm -hmm. the boys and doing some game nights Mm -hmm. with them. We have introduced them to Scrabble, which is just like, I am playing Scrabble with my kids. You can play Scrabble This day has come. I know. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So just things like that. And just like same as appreciating the age that Maeve is appreciating like, whoa, the things that they can do and not always, you know, letting our family fun kind of only be at the level that Maeve can handle, you know, Mm -hmm. that is kind of lowest common denominator. Exactly. Yeah. I have one other intention here. Um, in terms of like other relationships, I want to have a conversation with my parents or kind of like start an ongoing conversation about understanding their preferences for care in their later years. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very fortunate that my parents have done a really good job planning for this. They're very open to thinking about it, to talking about Mm -hmm. that, about that. I've already asked them like, Hey, this is kind of something I was thinking about. And they're like, Oh yeah, we can do that anytime. So just 
seeing what some other friends have gone through, Mm -hmm. some books that I've read in the past. I've just been thinking, you know, this is the time while, while, you know, they're healthy and great. And those dealing with any of that is a long way off. Let's start that now. Not in the middle of a crisis. Exactly. Yes. Love that. That is inspiring. I think think we should all put that on our (laughs) to-do list this year. Okay. What about in creative work and business? Well, I feel like this past year in 2022, we took some big steps forward in our podcast and in the business that we have here. And so now to me, it's about tending those new seeds we planted in terms of this tending goal. And like for me, especially like I am not the most consistent person. It'll be like I'm on Instagram all the time sharing everything or I'm not on it all and I'm ghosting everybody. So just trying to find a rhythm. And I know we have our retreat coming up, which we're so excited about. And just trying to find like a rhythm for now maintaining and moving forward with what mm-hmm. the good things we've started yeah. is kind of how I feel about that. I also am bringing back my homeschoolhood. Oh, yes. Um, I love talking to you about that. Podcast. And I love it when oh. I see a new episode come I, yeah. out. So I, with a special emphasis, I've decided on homeschooling during these tween into middle school oh. years because... There's so much out there about elementary Mm because it's cute and magical. Right. And it gets decidedly less cute and magical as we move into the middle school years. And so I feel like there's just a really big need for voices that are, number one, maybe not so traditionally homeschooling. Mm -hmm. Like I always have been. Like I am not your typical conservative, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of has historically homeschooled. And then this tween, I just feel like we all are like in it yes. and need to conversate about it. And like, we're hearing from many listeners that yeah, are here for those yes. conversations. So I, I am kind of having a renewed emphasis on that. And I'm excited about that. Well, I can't wait to hear what wisdom you're going to mm-hmm. share with us. <laughs> it might be more venting than wisdom at this point, but we'll get there. Okay. Um, for me, I have a goal of wanting to complete a bigger writing project, and I'm sorry I'm being kind of vague. It's something I'm still kind of working out exactly what I want it to be, and I kind of want to have more details and like, you know, I kind of like to get a start on things before Mm -hmm. I broadcast Mm -hmm. to the world what I'm doing. So I will be looking forward to talking with you more about that during our retreat. Okay. Um, Also, I have a goal of publishing more blog posts than I did last year. Last year was actually one of the years I published the fewest blog posts that I've ever published. And I was thinking about that. And I think that what has happened is introducing my audio blog, Mm -hmm. which I love doing and I love having it on that Mm -hmm. medium as well, but it takes more time and effort now to get a single post out. Right. So kind of trying to look and see where I can get efficiencies, um, maybe trying to like simplify or templatize my editorial calendar a little bit, but anyway, not, nothing like crazy or Mm -hmm. different, but just wanting to like find some efficiencies Mm -hmm. and just trying to do a little bit Mm -hmm. more than last year. So I like it. I like that goal in general. Yeah. A little bit more than last year. Just a little bit more. It's fine. Yeah. Like working, walk a little further than you walked. Exactly. Read read a few more books than you read. (laughs) Yes. I like that energy. And I feel the same about the podcast. I am so excited for our retreat. We just always feel so invigorated and like excited about the year of content and everything. I'm super proud of us for everything we did last year and launching Patreon. So Mm. yeah, just excited to tend to all that. Thank you, friends. Thank you. Every time I mention Patreon. Yes, because you you have put us in a you are the ones that made it a big success yes and we so appreciate it okay and finally how about home and finances okay I this actually I feel like drives this word tend for me Mm. and is kind of 
um, like starting in the fall of 2022, I've talked about this a little bit, but I've just had a major shift to just enjoying the process of keeping things up at home. And instead of having this big project vision all of the time, like I need to redo this room or I need to whatever I, or in terms of organization that it's like a one and done thing. And then I'm frustrated and have to redo it Mm -hmm. again when it gets all messy. It's, I've been really, really enjoying setting up systems and, doing little things that just make my house feel like a house I want to live in. Mm. Like it makes me feel like myself. I feel like I can do housework without just being mad at everybody who lives in my house. (laughs) This is a large revelation to me, especially because I do have a very involved, helpful partner. And I don't, I don't, I do not feel like we don't have an equitable workload or anything like that. I think that that's a different conversation if that is the Mm -hmm. situation you're in. But in my situation, I just, found myself treating things like a chore that actually I enjoyed doing. Hmm. So like, why am I, you know, getting out of that mindset a little bit, but little things like I want fresh flowers in the house Mm -hmm. more often and the bed made more Mm -hmm. often because it makes me feel good. And like, I should pay attention to what makes me feel good and tend to those things. So I just feel like a renewed homey nurturing energy Mm -hmm. around the house. Oh, I love that. Love that. I have two in this category. The first is to get into our everyday finances. So I have always been involved in our finances. Chris and I have always managed those together and I think done a really good job at that. But Chris is really the one who has really been in there in the everyday finances, like Mm -hmm. tracking the bills and the spending and just kind of all of that things. And and he does a really great job. But I've kind of gotten away from being as involved Mm -hmm. in that. And I just realized I really don't like being that disconnected. And that being more, I think too, that being more in tune with our everyday finances would actually help some of the stress that I sometimes feel from being an underbuyer mm. when I I realize that having kind of the underbuyer tendencies mm-hmm. where I sort of already like don't want to buy something or kind of feel a hesitation about something right. coupled with not knowing exactly, exactly where, where we at. are yeah. mm-hmm. it kind of gives me that like scarcity yeah. mindset yeah. like from two different ways and sense. so it was it was kind of putting this like I was putting this like undue stress right. on myself right. very un- unnecessarily so Anyway, um, and I think too, just thinking about when you have a spouse, a partner that you work really well with, that anything that then you join forces and do together is going to be is going to yeah. be better. Yeah. Like Chris does a great job at it, but I also am great at organizing. Right. And so it's just like already I've been in there more, and I have like, oh, You're man. like hold on, friend, I have some efficiencies <laughs> for you. Watch out. <laughs> And it's been awesome. And I have been loving it. I have already improved many things. And I'm like, (laughs) well, and why do we do it this way? So that has just been great. And I have, yeah, been enjoying it. That's awesome. Um, The second one is kind of like you said, um, just continuing to create what I'm calling a cozy, functional, beautiful home that works for our family. Mm -hmm. I just feel like after the updates that we did this past year of updating our floors, having the interior painted and kind of just doing a overall, like we didn't get like all new furniture, but just like new furniture here or there Mm -hmm. that has just really felt like a refresh Mm -hmm. of our home to me. And so I feel like starting the year enjoying and feeling like our home 
works for our family and that I'm enjoying it more than ever. And so, yeah, I'm just like very into like Mm -hmm. tending to that really, like just enjoying the little projects and not feeling so much like, oh, there's like so much that I want to change. Where you just like go around your house with a critical eye to everything. Yeah. Yes. I have definitely had those Mm -hmm. times before and that is just, yeah, does not feel great. Mm -hmm. So anyway, there's a, a few little specific things around that, but just overall, just enjoying that and enjoying the process Love that finally to close out the episode let's leave ourselves messages to listen to at the end of the year this is a practice we've been doing for several years now it's a way to concretely put our hopes for the year into the world and to send encouragement to our future selves if you'd like to join us just record a voice memo for yourself on your phone and save it to listen to at the end of the year we guarantee you'll be surprised at how moving it can be so erica take it away Erica, 2023 has been all about tending to the things that matter to you with love, gentleness, and intention. You've prioritized relationships by spending more one-on-one time with your family and friends. You're tending to yourself in your house in really nurturing ways that mostly just help you feel like yourself. You've followed through with small, consistent steps in ways that have made a big difference in your health, relationships, and work. And even though you definitely defaulted back to some all-or-nothing thinking at times, you gently reminded yourself that big things happen with a little care and pruning over time. Mm, That's lovely. (laughs) Kelsey, I can't wait to see what your year of abundance has brought you. Here's what I predict at the end of 2023. You've made lots of memories during family adventures, big and small, which are even easier now that you aren't changing diapers. Also, you've grown creatively and dove into big, exciting projects. Plus, you've established a consistent income for yourself from your work. I am so proud of you. And speaking of finances, you embraced co-managing the household finances to great success. Finally, you leaned into all the good things in life in Gilbert, including continuing to beautify your house, made the best of the hot, hot summer, and greeted your 40th birthday, which is coming up at the end of the year, friends, feeling happy, beautiful, and more yourself than ever. Love that. Love that. Okay, 2023 feels like it can officially start now. Yep. And I think we're going to have great begin. years. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> so to finish our episode, what are you obsessed with lately? Okay, I am obsessed with my, this is one of those things that's like, someone saw my specific problem and created a product yes. for it. You know what I mean? Yes. Where you're just like, this is everything I need and it might not solve someone else's problem, but it solves mine. It's perfect for so me. So I just recently got an ember mug for Christmas. <gasps> oh my gosh, I have heard about these. Let me just tell, tell you me. how this changes my tell life. Me. Okay, you know my husband lovingly brings me coffee yes. pretty much every morning. Well, what happens is it takes me a while to wake up. Right. And sometimes the only thing that wakes me up is the fact that my coffee is getting cold. <laughs> so... And then I end up drinking like a half a cup of coffee and right. the rest is gross yes. and I don't want it. And that's not really enough for me. <laughs> I need at least a cup of coffee in the morning. So this is a mug that you charge at nighttime and there's an app that goes with it. You can set it to different temperatures or whatever, even for different beverages, but it oh keeps gosh. your beverage at that temperature. Oh my gosh. That's so it magical. is keeping my coffee at the perfect drinking temperature for me, which is 135 degrees. Okay. Because I also don't like it scalding hot. Right. You know this. I want right. it to cool. I want it like drinkable, but two hot. minutes cool. Right. For the whole time mm-hmm. I'm drinking it. And that is what this does. Oh, that's amazing. So as I am getting, I mean, it will keep it. There will still be steam coming off of it an hour and a half after <laughs> oh he delivers gosh. the coffee, but what? without reheating, it's just keeping it at that temperature. 
What is life? What is life? We are living in the future, we friends. Really this is are. amazing. So we like really Jeremiah's are. like, well, I don't think it would be that good for me because I just drink my coffee really fast. And I'm like, I know, but that's why it's perfect for me because I am dawdling in the morning. Oh man. So I have this, been hearing about those oh, and thinking about them. So now friend, I hear you raving about them. I can't even. I cannot even. Because you know, I have to drink my coffee hot. I mean, yes. r- how inefficient is a mug? I mean, uh, it seriously. really only keeps it's like the a big top energy. quarter right. of your coffee hot. And then right. why are we all right. okay with drinking this like lukewarm to cold coffee? Gross. I'm telling you. So, and they have a travel version. Oh, do they? Which is probably next on my list. Because I do love, I love the travel mug because I'm like, you know, I'm going to daycare. Right. I like to take it. Right. There's travel some flailing version. toddlers sometimes. Okay. Didn't know about I'm gonna that. I'm going to tell you what. It's worth every penny. It does go on sale often. It's like around a hundred bucks, but okay. it goes on sale often. This is my new favorite invention. Okay. So. All right. Mother's Day is mm-hmm. coming up. Get you one. Okay. Well, I am obsessed. I'm going to show you these in my kitchen in a second. They are my new cookbook shelves that Chris Ooh. made for me. Ooh. So I used to have a shelf in the kitchen that held my cookbooks, but it was definitely older. I was ready for something different. And so when we painted, took it down and I was like ready for something mm-hmm. new. And I thought of a spot where I thought some shelves could go and commissioned Chris to build me two floating shelves that go right near our kitchen cabinets. He finished them just last week. I love them so much. They are exactly what I wanted. Oh, and yo, all your cookbooks oh, lined and up. And I love it. And I just, so for several months now, I haven't had my cookbooks in the kitchen. Yeah. And so, I mean, they're both like cookbooks are so beautiful yes. and just, you know, and handy. Right. So right. I am really enjoying oh, having cool. them nearby and at hand again. And I wanted to mention that I recently got the Smitten Kitchen Keepers cookbook, which Mm. is pretty new. So Mm -hmm. from Deb Perlman of Smitten Kitchen, Mm -hmm. I got that from the library, loved it so much. I have purchased, I have purchased it for myself and it is now on my cookbook. So is it just like all her favorites? Like these are the best It is her 100, like these are the recipes that I would hand to my children to be like, these are the recipes you need to have. I've already made at least two things out of it and have many things bookmarked. Yeah. She's great. Mm -hmm. I love her stuff. Okay. All right, so we'll wrap it up and I'll give you a tour. Okay, sounds good. (laughs) All right, friends, thank you so much for listening. Find us in between episodes on Instagram. We are Hi Girls Next Door. The show notes for this episode are in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. If you would like to join Patreon and become a friend of the show, you can find a link to do that in the show notes. And like Erica mentioned, she will be sharing her personal growth book syllabus Mm -hmm. for the year. So you don't want to miss that. And we love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. All right, we still got it. But Chris is really the one who has his pulse on. But Chris is really the one who has his finger on the pulse. Yes, his (laughs) pulse. What is his pulse doing on our finances? Get your pulse off our finances. (laughs) Who's picking up the pimento cheese? You never know. This is our gentle best selves we're bringing to this one. Despite what might Unlike be happening. Unlike the bad out of hell I came into your door as. <laughs> Friends, Kelsey was like, hi. And I was like, hi. <laughs> Throw down my dice. Well, let me tell I you about my morning. I'm here for you. I'm here for you, friend.